welcome to Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about desperate saviors and sharing secrets. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And this week on Forever Canon, we are going to cover chapters 33 through 35 to finish off Fate of the Jedi, book six, Vortex. <laughs> in which I will still have a very important question at the end of the book, and I will give it away to you right now. What is the Vortex? Don't know. <laughs> we got to ask that stupid question every book, mm-hmm. right? What was the betrayal? <laughs> you know, what is the exile? Gives me a bit to think about it. Yeah. Start thinking about it right now. But first, bum, bum, bum. Previously, on Forever Canon. Solos and Jedi prison break the horn kids. Tahiri chooses the right way at trial. Master Slayer Saba Sabatine takes over and Luke fights two whole Abeloths. Mm-hmm. The second fight being quite short as we pick up with chapter 33, Luke entangled in Abeloth awakening from where we left him last week, which was descending into darkness. Yeah. Blackout mode. So, uh, 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 completely entangled by Abeloth surrounded by Sith, his son's life at stake. Luke Skywalker goes unconscious and he awakens to find himself Ben Vistara and Gavar Kai in various stages of rough shape all around the magma pit here at the meeting hall gathering hall. Yeah. Some sort of cavern like place while standing close by. Is also High Lord Talon getting information from Abeloth while she's wrapping up Luke Skywalker. She tells him he needs to feed. Yeah. Hey, how scary is that? He's like, I haven't been able to eat. Eating makes me throw up. I'm growing weak. Look at me. What's happening? Yeah, as and right after, I if it was said or we just made the supposition that Fear is what does it for her. It seems to be. Yeah. And she's telling him to feed. Mm-hmm. And she like sticks out a tentacle for him to suckle on the end of. <laughs> it's gross. And he feeds like a baby to the mother mm-hmm. who reached out to all those souls at shelter who were vulnerable to attachment. Yeah. That's something that we kind of keep forgetting to mention about how and why she does what she does. She seems desperate for companionship. Yeah. And maybe that is because she's been in the Maw for 25,000 years as Ben proclaimed, or maybe it's just part of her strategy. Yeah. You know, to draw people in so that she can drink them or whatever's happening. But... She's telling Talon to feed, but first, Luke must suffer. The force net began to contract, and Ben's eyes widened in surprise. For a moment, he seemed more confused by what was happening than alarmed by it. Then his flesh began to bulge between strands, and his surprise changed to fear as it dawned on him that the net was just going to keep contracting, that the thin lines of energy would soon start cutting into his flesh and slowly, painfully, 
Chop him into tiny squares of meat and bone. Hey. <laughs> yeah, not good. Gross. How scary is that? Ben Skywalker is on the ground, helpless. Yeah. But... Trapped in a force net, which <laughs> but... I'm picturing as like a fishing net. Mm-hmm. Except it's, you know, made out of piano wire. <laughs> yeah. Energy piano wire. And it's tightening around Ben and he's starting to bleed and cut. And he's going to be diced to bits. <laughs> Little chunks of Ben steaks. As Abeloth is telling this man to feed. This is horrifying. It, I mean, literal horror. Yeah. This is this is a, now a horror book. Yeah. H.P. <laughs> you know Lovecraft I mean? style. Oh, this is this is gross. It's, and it's so scary because everybody's in a lot of danger. Who's here? Three Sith. Abeloth. Who has Luke Skywalker completely trapped. And, and injured. And Ben is completely trapped as well. Mm-hmm. As Ben Skywalker is being sliced and diced to death, <laughs> yeah. Luke Skywalker is growing ever more desperate, right? Yeah. He, he, There's nothing he can do. He's watching his son die. Every time he tries to reach out in the Force, Abeloth squeeze him tighter, and he's going to be unconscious again, you know? Yeah, he starts to fade to black again. She's forcing him to watch his son be cut to bits. Ben Skywalker, on the other hand, a little calmer than his dad. He kind of nods over his shoulder and tells Luke, don't worry, I have a plan. And it's a good one. Let me stop you first and ask you when the last time was that you heard Ben say he had a plan. I remember because I went through the entire book earlier today. Okay. It's on Abeloth's planet. When Vistara gets mm. captured and hung over the cliff by the jungle plants. Yep. He's got a plan. His plan is to force her into doing so many good things and being such a good example around her that she will come to realize it's good to do good. It's better to be good. Yeah, it's more rewarding and less stressful. <laughs> That's his plan. Through trust... Prove to her love. Mm-hmm. So while he's, I don't know, yeah. pro- prostrate yeah. on the ground, that's a word. Yeah. He's, he's wrapped in a bag being sliced from the outside in to death. And he's just like, wink, I got a plan, dad. And action pops off. Luke finally succeeds. He pulls the ceiling down on top of everybody. Everybody. Himself. Again, this self-sacrificing thing. Now we've gone a step further. Yeah, he stepped it up. It's so desperate that he's even willing to clobber Ben under an entire roof of debris, right? Yeah. He pulls the ceiling down. Vistara cuts Talon sepulchral style, mm-hmm. like in the gut, left, right, with her lightsaber. Yeah, very Zoro through his body. Vistara kills High Lord Talon to save Ben, so it seems. Ben then stands up, 
sheeted in blood. Yeah, he he's uh he's Carrie. Red. Yes. This is a horror yeah. movie scene. Yeah. There's a whole there's a scary tentacle monster strangling someone to death, a magic wizard cutting someone else to pieces. <laughs> the ceiling comes caving in. Vistara cuts High Lord Talon down. Ben, covered in blood, enters into this father-son battle with this still unknown ancient being. Again. Yep. Again into this battle against her. Again. Killed her on her own planet, except that wasn't her. She escaped. Killed her already in this room, except there's another one of her. Mm -hmm. And now we're fighting, I guess it's the Callista Abeloth again. Yeah. And it's Ben and Luke with a little bit of a difference this time. Yeah, a little bit of help. The difference being Vistara throwing some force lightning around. She's helping, but only for practical reasons, she explains after the battle calms down a little bit right luke and and ben jump up to a balcony where they're hiding vistara's on the other side they don't have their lightsabers because they were captured um ben's using vistara's or luke's using vistara's ben's using talons whatever is going on in the middle of them down on the ground of the gathering hall is abeloth missing a leg which is strange or i guess happened again in this fight because he cut the other one's leg off that he burned to death yeah. with magma, right? Yeah. She's standing there with a hole in her leg, pouring force energy out or into it in like an aura, a pool aura around her yeah. ankles. It's a weird visual. Some kind of crazy magic is happening. Luke thinks maybe she's healing. But Vistara helps a little bit. She says the practical reasons are Talon becoming a monster. Mm-hmm. Fair. <laughs> right? That's not... You don't want that to be... You watched him suck on a tentacle. You don't want that to be the leader of your Sith that you love so much. Vistara throws the lightsabers over to the boys. Did I say lightsabers? Did I say lifesavers? Did I say life sabers? Let me know. Forever Canon Podcast at gmail.com. Vistara tosses the boys their own lightsabers. Yeah. She throws a little force lightning at Abeloth. And again, in a strange, ununderstandable force power maneuver, she instantly escapes. Yeah, she puts up like a wall. Luke tries to spring after her. He describes it as hitting a solid wall. Yep. And then his head hurts, and then she's gone running out the door. Vistara then, to prove the point, you know, she was only killing High Lord Talon because... He bad guy. She tries to arrest Luke and Ben yeah. on behalf of the thousands of Sith outside and up in the skies. Reasonable, right? She's finally got the upper hand on these two until her father wakes up and he sees that she killed the high Lord. So she's got to knock her dad out. Yeah. And then like eventually the rest of the Sith are going to figure it out. Right. So she's back on team Skywalker for right now. However, tenuously, yeah, but it makes As me... As they leave the gathering hall out into the courtyard. It makes me wonder if she made the decision out of an actual turning point for her 
or out of like a desperation and now she's now she's like rationalizing it and trying to be a good Sith? I think it's both. I think she's proven herself to be calculated and emotional enough for it to be both her wanting to save Ben and also Talon is turning into a monster and I should kill him. Yeah. You know, it's it's both. She gets to accomplish the emotional goal of saving Ben under the guise of reality Talon needed to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's well, I didn't I didn't save you for you. I saved you for the good of the galaxy, right? Which in of itself is a victory for Ben Skywalker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what she did? She killed the greater evil rather than let it rule her Sith. Mm-hmm. You know, another one of those instances of we're not so different, you and I, blah, 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 all that stuff. But the cherry on top, Tim, Abeloth has escaped again. Yeah. she. Pre- well, I wonder why she had to if she has so many bodies that it doesn't matter. Right. And what was that power? Yeah. And how does she work? And what was happening with her leg? Amazing that we're finishing the sixth book and have zero f- information about this character. Yeah, nothing nothing concrete about she what she can do or how. She might be fallen She might be 25,000 years old. <laughs> She's not Callista. She's not Akana. She is Abeloth. She has silver eyes and a wide mouth full of teeth, stringy golden hair, and tentacles all over. Yep. That's it. That's the summary. Little nubby hands. Six books. But I'm not annoyed with it. It's an no. awesome mystery. Yeah. There's something that is to the characters as mysterious as it is to us. We don't have the background info. Yeah. You're right. That's a good reason for it to be staying a mystery so that there's reason for the characters to continue to pursue and explore it. Right. Chapter 34. Out into the courtyard. Time to escape past the legions of Sith that we're allied with, right? Mm-hmm. Luke and Talon have a deal, which is why none of the Sith killed the Skywalkers to begin with. As far as anybody knows, that deal is still on. Luke and Ben notice some of the Sith glancing at the sky, talking in the calm links, and they both get a feeling from above that help is on the way. Hey, look at that. Luke was wrong. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> wow, again, hey? Just saying. I don't know why. Just saying. No reason. Anyways, gotta go fast to track Abeloth and ship mm-hmm. because they're escaping. But the question comes up of why? What good has killing her done? You've killed her twice, assumedly. Mm-hmm. I- She's not gone. Yeah. Can she even... How does tracking her, catching her, killing her help? How does this goal that we're pursuing actually accomplish anything? Luke says, quote, paraphrase, we keep her weak and that protects the shelter Jedi. Yep. If she's busy recovering from injuries or busy running and hiding, maybe she can't pull the focus and force power she needs to tentacle out across the galaxy and turn people crazy right so that seems like a pretty good goal and does that mean regardless of whether she can die at all he's willing to spend the rest of his days just hunting her well he's got at least 10 more years out here anyways yeah as far as he knows so 
what are you going to do? I guess try and kill her forever, but kind of forgot that threat was still hanging out there. Yeah. These Jedi have turned back to normal. We joked about it in the last episode, the four of them on the same team. Mm -hmm. She could maybe reach out and re-crazify them at any time. Yeah. Had she not been so battered and pursued by Luke Skywalker. Right? Mm-hmm. She's she's on that, survival mode rather than... That threat is still lingering out there. Yeah. Of losing all those Jedi again to madness and maybe more. And with the Jedi being so flippant about the way that they're deploying the crazies. <laughs> I feel like this is pointing out to us a recipe for disaster coming up soon, man. I don't remember, but I really think that between putting all four of them on the same team, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and then Luke saying we're protecting shelter Jedi by keeping her weak. Look the hell out for that coming up. Now back to the courtyard where it's time to escape the Sith. Luke tells Vistara, I'll give you an option. I'm going to actually give you a choice. You can stay here with the Sith and your father having killed High Lord Talon and face whatever consequences that may provide. Or you can choose to come with us, but you're not coming as a prisoner. You're coming as a partner. Yep. Luke Skywalker who has spent all of his time he's known Vistara saying she's irredeemable, has now seen enough. She killed High Lord Talon and saved Ben. She saved them back on Dathomir, saved Luke Skywalker personally. She has repeatedly, and I promise you we'll get to this in the review episode, repeatedly throughout these books and this one specifically, saved both Ben and or Luke several times Yeah, when she did not need to. Yeah. She has proven herself time and time again. in that last one being critical where she says, I killed him because he was a bad guy, not to save you. Well, guess what? Little miss. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> yeah. Cause you just killed a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Suck on that. Yeah, right. you are you protected the galaxy. But he's seen enough now. She's done so much some good. <laughs> yeah. And some saving. He's seen enough to lay the path to salvation in front of her himself. This isn't going to be Ben's secret mission anymore. If she's coming aboard the Jade Shadow as part of a team, Luke Skywalker will also be trying to save you. Yeah, and he's got that a pretty good record. Is <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them end up scary ex-girlfriends. Yeah. But this is going to be a totally different dynamic now where he's going to maybe be in more of a teacher mode with her than... Yeah, keep your distance from the spy mode. Yeah, give her some trust and maybe that'll 
allow her to make more of those decisions because she's right. not always on guard. Which is exactly what Ben's plan was. Yep. And it's worked. But now they also have this fail safe of you can't really go back to the Yeah, you will be they'll, killed they'll or tortured. Kill you. or... You'll kill your ass. <laughs> You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. Even if it was the right thing to do. Thank you. Salute. You're dead. Yeah, you killed the <laughs> That's how the Sith work. You did a good thing. Good job. Dead. Doesn't matter. You know, now they've, she's, she can't, you can't go back home. There's no turning back now. There's only light in front of you. Hopefully. Yeah. Unless Abeloth happens or ship happens or Sith happens and she betrays Luke and Ben Skywalker again because you know what else she's proven? She'll betray them every time. Yeah, she's she's done it every. Out, she's been out time. to win a, for most of it, even though she's done good things. And she's not always trying to win the right way. Yep. All the Sith out here in the courtyard on Peter in the fallen assy encampment. Good enough. No town. Village. <laughs> Anyways, all the Sith out here are getting panicky. They're and, freaking out. And recovering from their illusion. I was going to say, not from illusions this time. <laughs> this time, there's Jedi coming. Yep. And you can feel it through the Force, probably, right? The determination of the light side pouring out of nowhere suddenly into this uh, solar system. Vistara doesn't seem to feel it, though. Or she doesn't say that she feels it or, or give recognition. Or she's not surprised. Because she knows that Luke sent a message. Yeah. Maybe she... I mean, she did assume it was calling for backup. Because she did the same thing. So she assumed that's what he was doing, right? So I guess, yeah, maybe she's just not surprised. But you're right. She doesn't really react to that. To the the stealth axes arriving and you see explosions up in the sky. And then Vistara uses the Jade Shadow to blast all the Sith in the courtyard as she picks up Luke and Ben, saving them once again. Yeah. She didn't... What, what was the situation? They were standing there with some dinkhead Sith who didn't know that High Lord Talon was dead yet. And he's like, yeah, wait well, here and stuff and whatever. Yeah. Until Lord Talon says you says otherwise or yeah, whatever. And somehow they talk him into letting Vistara go turn on the Jade Shadow. Yeah, she plays them this time. And then instead of taking the ship and running away. Which I thought she might have done. Could have happened. Yep. It was still in there. She turns the guns on the courtyard and... Ben and Luke drop of their own free will and everyone else by lasers. <laughs> but once again, she's killing Sith to save Luke and Ben. Yep. Remember five seconds ago when she killed one and we're like, there's no turning back. She just shot a courtyard full of them. No turning back. And saving a bunch more innocents at the t- at the same time with the Falanasi. That's right. And she also says noob. Yes, she does. She talks like Han Solo. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a fan of noob, but... You got enough cool jargon in the Star Wars universe, you know? You could, Lubed. Like, yeah, if you're Stuff insulting like someone, call them nerfs. Because those are like cows. Yeah, Bug slut. Yep, yeah, that was a good one. All those good ones we've had. Noob. Is from planet Earth, and I don't like it in here. No, it's, and it's stupid here it's too. Fourteen-year-old planet Earth. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, the Jedi stealth X's are here, which also means they are adventurers here. And Lando calms and catches Team Nomad up a little bit. 
Team Nomad being Luke, Ben, and Vistara, as I just realized they spent the entire book together. Yeah. Just about. There was that time where Talon was beating the shit out of her to send her back to them. Other than that, the three of them have been sitting together the whole time. Yeah, other than like an hour over the last like whatever month. Almost. Like it's foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're coming alliance. They've been together the whole time. And now they're stuck together. Because even though she says noob, can't go back. Nope. Lando calls from the air adventure, catches Team Nomad up. Dalla bad, venture good, Hamner dead. Dorvin winning 50 million credits. Yeah, he's the front runner to win this tournament. <laughs> Everybody, when he showed up there, was like, why? And he's like, because I love Sabak. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, okay, nerd. Yeah. Noob. Turns out, he's in the final table. Yeah, he's good at it. And now... Luke, Ben, and Vistara are chasing after Abeloth and ship. Just like they were at the beginning of this. You know? What a crazy book for these three. Luke killed Abeloth. Vistara killed Talon. And Ben got his dad to like his girlfriend. Yeah. Three unimaginable things at the beginning of this (laughs) book, right? But, you know, somehow she's still not dead even though you killed her again. Yeah, yeah, that's that hanging out there is is also quite quite scary. Very troubling. The last chapter. Yes. Chapter 35. Where Leia meets with Saba, her former master. Tells her she saved Luke and Ben and in doing so kept them on Abeloth's trail. Saba says Dalla is preparing something big. Leia wonders if we should be evacuating the temple. Remember? We did that last series. Yeah. Because Jason Solo was a bad guy. (laughs) And he was the president of the galaxy. Well, here we are again. The president of the galaxy hates (laughs) our guts. Should we leave the Jedi Temple? Let's do this preemptively. This time, it seems like that's not going to be the case. Saba's initial reaction, although it seems maybe Leia convinces her a little bit, Saba's immediate reaction is we don't abandon the nest. Yeah, she calls she calls Lair a senkit, which is just a, s- a coward. Yeah, snekit. Yeah. I'm like, that's just a snake. Yeah. Did a snake. Did, did I train a coward? No. And yeah, Leia's like, I can't show weakness to the lizard brain. So she leans in and says, No, you know better than right. Yeah. It's a fun interaction, as most of them are with Saba, but especially Leia. That's her former master. Mm-hmm. You know, she tells her, "Should we evacuate the temple?" It seems unclear whether or not that gets through to Saba, as Saba ends up saying, "If Dala attacks first, we will be quicker." Yes. How are you quicker than first? That's badass. <laughs> <laughs> That's very also Saba lizard brain, right? Yeah. <laughs> which I guess just means be prepared. we'll be prepared for, yeah. for the worst. Yeah. And we will be prepared to do how much worse to protect ourselves. Yeah. What is necessary? This Jedi order that just lost master Kent Hamner. How much are you going to be willing to sacrifice like Luke Skywalker in the gathering hall, dropping beams and molten blobs of lava on himself. 
Because mm-hmm. they, because they do mention Leia and Saba that it's going to take her a while because it was such a resounding defeat that she uh, suffered. Smashed did, her. That when she comes back, it's going to be bad. It's going to be big. It's going to be bad. And if she goes first, we'll be quicker. And we cut to, for the first time in this book, I believe. I don't think there has been a Star Wars cut in this book yet. And very few in the series, to be honest. Yeah. You know, last series, we were like, every chapter you would jump to three different places in the universe and three different perspectives. Yep. Not so, not nearly like that at all in these books. But we get our first cut to at the end of this sixth book. At least the first one in this book. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember too many, so... They're, so they're, few. Yeah. This one's important. Alana is exploring the Jedi Temple with Basil Worf, a.k.a. Barv the Babysitter. Mm-hmm. Remember Another him? Another ex-crazy. Part of the unit. <laughs> yeah, formerly crazy with Yaquil, who was on the Jedi mission to rescue the horns. Because they're best friends with the horns. Because they're the unit. Yep. Barv. Remember? They called it going Barvy. I thought that was kind of insensitive. Yeah. It wasn't about him. Barvy just means crazy. Mm-hmm. But the man's name is Basil Worf. Why do they call him Barv? Because he's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's the crazy guy in the unit. Okay, he's, the, he's the biggest. He's the wild card. Yeah. <laughs> this one's the brains. This one's the muscle. Whatever, right? Anyways. Alana's exploring the Jedi Temple. Finding sealed doors that shouldn't be. Barv cuts one open. Stinks inside. I, I t- insert Tauntaun joke. <laughs> but hiding behind the sealed door are Tessar, Doherty, William, and Zal. The missing bearables that Leia and Han had just mentioned a few sentences before in this chapter. When she left her meeting with Saba, she was like, it's better not to ask. Yeah. You know, we could really use their help. Where are they? They've been missing since the beginning. It's been a very, very subtle background plot thread. Yeah. Kind of through the whole books so that the, the bearable Jedi Knights are missing all four of them. Saba won't tell anybody where they are, but she knows. And she, she's like, they're fine. Everybody thinks they're on a mission, right? Yeah. No one's really asking. Barf cuts his way through this door and he finds the four missing bearable Jedi and their nest. And their eggs. And now that Alana and Barb have seen this, they have to stay. You can't risk the nest. Yeah, you can't risk them telling anybody about it. Didn't Saba just make that point? Yes, she you did. You must defend the nest at all costs. Yep. And so Alana is going to have to stay down here for two months or so. Till the eggs hatch. Tessar tells her, you have to be here till the eggs hatch. We can hunt for rats. It'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because there's rat skeletons and... There's piles of rat bones, like, as tall as Alana is. Yeah. And I love, I just love the way that these lizards think, right? They pull out their lightsabers and stuff, though, and they're like, no, 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 for real. Yeah, they're serious. No, like, you're really staying. Alana offers to trade secrets. I will keep the secret of the nest and I will tell you my big secret. 
Which could get me killed. At which point the parables go, that's a good one. (laughs) That's your life. That's a good secret. That's a fair trade. And I start having a panic attack. Yes. Because my chest actually hurt for a second when I took that breath in. This is... Okay. In case it has been made clear. Amelia is the Jedi queen on the white throne that has been the most important focus for this entire book. Yep. In fact, it was the entire focus of the last nine books because keeping her on the throne is the outcome of Jason clearing the throne. Yeah. Saves everybody. Alana proceeds to tell the bearables my name is Amelia Solo and I am Jason and Tunnel Ka's daughter and if anybody ever knew I'd be dead right away yeah, dead within a year I'm heiress to the Hapen throne forget the Hapen throne the white throne, yes. Tim. As if we haven't been told so many times in this book how important that is. How important is that? Luke Skywalker takes action. Yeah. He actively attacks the Sith in defense of her identity. And she reveals it to these four bearables who are going to be locked in the temple for the next two and a half months. Mm-hmm. And Barf. And Barf. Do you... Did you pick up on that? That's way worse. Yep. Barve, a shelter Jedi who's been touched and turned once already by Abeloth, who doesn't actually know the identity of the queen on the white throne as foretold by her fake promise to Talon. Yeah. The Palpatine promise. She doesn't know who it is. She maybe has seen it. She couldn't possibly know the identity of someone she doesn't know. Has never met. Has never met anybody related to till recently. Right? Yeah. Barv knows. And Barv is within tentacles reach. Maybe even though she can't control them, maybe she has a link to them even still. She told the secret. Yeah, she did. And they head out of the nest... Secrets exchanged and head to the horns, children, unfreezing. Uh, the, and the big ceremony. The, the scariest part about all this is they're heading out and Barb's like, can I tell this person? Can I tell yeah. this person? Well, can I tell Han and Leia that I know? No. No, tell no one. Yeah. So, again. <laughs> yeah. Very clearly foreshadowed what could happen with this information. Mm-hmm. It's not that she told the bearables. No. They're going to be locked up for two months. It's that Barve knows. And as we come up to the ceremony for thawing out the horn children and we fade out as the carbonite begins to melt away, bringing us full circle with the final mind-controlled Jedi children about to rejoin this tearful room filled with their loved ones and fellow Jedi. Mm-hmm. A long journey from breakfast table freakouts to unfreezing. Yeah. That really, they've been frozen for a long time. And a long journey 
through Fate of the Jedi Vortex. How do you like these final chapters, Tim? Uh, it, it adds another layer of uh, scary stuff that might happen. <laughs> Definitely does. Yeah. There's a lot on the table of threats and secrets and twists and desperate weaknesses. and Because I don't know if you realized also Luke, I mean, we all knew it, but he also revealed his greatest weakness. Ben. Mm-hmm. What's the greatest weakness to the Jedi right now? Amelia. Yeah. There is no one safe in the in the most part. Not while Abeloth is bebopping around in ship. Yeah. This mad sprint of action at the end, like just desperate emotions and secrets setting us up for next week. Mm-hmm. When we have our full review of Fate of the Jedi Book 6 Vortex and preview Fate of the Jedi Book 7 Conviction. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Hold the secret. Now everyone knows. Or everyone's going to. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at Forever Canon Podcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.